Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. As I mentioned on yesterday's show, the Coronas are getting in an ice cream van this bank holiday weekend. And Danny from the Coronas is on the line to tell us exactly why. Good morning to you, Danny. How are you? I'm good, Gillian. How are you? I'm very good. This sounds very exciting. Uh, ice cream truck tour of various parts of Ireland, including Limerick. Absolutely, yeah. We're we're so looking forward to it. Um, yeah, we can't we can't tour by gigging, so we thought we would uh, we tour the country and and yeah, give out free ice creams and sell our album. And and it's really just something to mark the launch. And you know, I've been really surprised. I have to give credit to our manager. It was his. It was his brainchild, and it's getting a great reaction and a load of promo, and people are excited because, you know, obviously there isn't too much going on, and I think people are just, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how many people are going to come down and see us. Listen, who wouldn't want to get into an ice cream truck for their sort of staycation, I suppose? Loads of people are looking for camper vans and all that sort of thing. <laughs> exactly. Um, but an ice cream truck sounds like the best way to do things. Absolutely, and, and thankfully we, we got uh, Murphy's ice cream on board, so we know the ice cream is going to be good anyway, and it was not us making it or trying to pull 99s or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, and we got Super Sprinkles to give us the, the ice cream van, and we're wrapping it in in the album uh, design and artwork. and So, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to just getting down the road and seeing people. To be honest, it's, uh, obviously it's been a really weird few months um, for many reasons, um, but... Uh, yeah, and there's no gig and happen soon, but it's nice to be back, you know, doing a bit of promo and, and trying to do different things. You know, we've been recording a lot of interviews and, and recording some studio stuff and, you know, we're promoting the album as best we can without being able to gig it, you know. Tell me, is there a bit of training involved in how to make a, a cone or uh, you won't be doing 99s, will you? It's more kind of scoops, no. isn't it? Well, I think part of it was because, you know, cleanliness and COVID restrictions and stuff but also because we would just be terrible at trying to make 99 so as I say Murphy's Ice Cream have given us little tubs they're already made they're already closed and uh, we know they already taste good so it, uh, it it takes the pressure off us you know so all we have to do is, is give them out to whoever comes up and, and buys an album so it's uh yeah, it's it's going to be a bit of fun. We've even the even the ice cream tubs are, are branded with the album artwork as well. So, you know, again, we've sort of we've had a bit of time to 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 organise it, and but at the same time, you know, it's going to be we'll see how it goes because no one knows. As you say, we don't know who's going to turn up. We're going to be adhering to restrictions and having queues and a COVID officer there as well, just to make sure that just in case there isn't too many. Because you know yourself, you get good weather. When people hear free ice cream, there could be a big turnout, you know. Absolutely. Ice cream sells very well in good weather. Um, tell me, Danny, a, a little bit about the album itself. Yeah, well, we're really proud of it. We we finished it probably very early this year when we signed off on all the mixes and masters and stuff. And initially we were going to release it in May, but with everything that happened with the pandemic, it, it just didn't really feel right to be releasing music then. And we just delayed it a couple of months and... You know, we can see there's an appetite out there for new music and we can see our our sort of online following really engaged in everything we were doing. So it felt right to get it out there. And yeah, we're excited about releasing it. We're really proud of it. We've recorded it over the last year and it's got a good few of the singles that have already been out, you know, Haunted and Lost in the Tick of It and our new single, Light Me Up. And uh, yeah, I'm really proud of it, as I say, and I hope people like it. Light Me Up, what's that about? Light Me Up is sort of like, uh, about sort of being appreciative of having someone in your life that sort of, you know, sees the positive in you. And, you know, if you're not feeling that great, 
and you're you're you have you're struggling with a bit of self doubt. I suppose it's cool to have someone in your life that goes, "No, you're great," and you've got you're you've done this, and someone just sort of trying to be appreciative to that person who is uh, who yeah believes in you. I suppose you know and. It's funny because a lot of the songs now is sort of taking on a new meaning and people are like, oh yeah, it's a really cool, positive message when during, you know, the pandemic and we got the same reaction with our last song as well. People are like, oh, it sounds like a an isolation song or whatever. And it's funny, that's just coincidental. I think in this whole crazy world moment, like lyrics are just sort of taking on new poignancy for people, you know. Danny, we've had a few of our listeners get in touch with us this morning. Kieran has messaged us on Instagram with a question for you, asking, uh, "What was it like duetting Linger with Noel Hogan?" Oh my God, it was amazing! It was like a dream come true for me. Uh, I love the Cranberries, one of my favorite bands of all time. It was the first ever concert I, I went to, apart from Mary Black gigs um, <laughs> when, I, when I was very small. Yeah. Uh, was uh, yeah, the Cranberries in in 1997 in in the in the Point Depot, and I was only 12, and it absolutely blew my mind, you know. Um, so I was the first album I ever bought was No Need to Argue, the Cranberry second album, and so I've been a fan forever. And just in the last couple of years, I've got to meet Noel, and he came down to a couple of Corona shows last year, and he's really sound. I've done a bit of co-writing even with him, and and he's just such a lovely guy. So when he asked me would I be up for singing Linger, I didn't even think twice. I didn't even ask the rest of the band. I was just like, yes, 100%. Um, so, yeah, it was an amazing, amazing night, uh, amazing privilege to sing such a beautiful song. And, you know, just great to hang out with Noel as well, you know, and, and, and talk to him about the Cranberries. I was just chewing his ear all day, asking him about old stories. And, you know, there he was talking very fondly, of course, of, of Dolores and, and how everything, you know, happened for them with their career, you know, in, in the early days. And I was just intrigued. Um, but it was it was a great day and we were delighted to help out for a good cause as well, you know. Katie on WhatsApp on 0861239595 is asking, was it more difficult to record music during lockdown? It was for us, especially, you know, I was locked down in Dingle. Um, in, and it was so lovely down there and, and the lads were in Dublin and we're not really technically minded now as I say we had the album finished and ready to go but we, we also were putting up live songs and, and we did a Ruby sessions from, from isolation you know separately and those things were difficult for us just to say because we're not all you know tech whiz but I, I have to give credit to our drummer Connor who put a lot of that stuff together we, we did a version of one of our songs LA at Night in isolation and he put the whole audio together and all the videos together and it looked great and, and similarly with uh, the Ruby Sessions we did a couple of charity gigs where we put songs together ourselves uh, from separate counties in Ireland really and, and as I say Connor put it all together but it wasn't easy it's time consuming um, and you know it, it, it can be a bit strange but I think we got better at it and it's funny because I think more bands will be doing that sort of stuff moving forward even when gigs do come forward you know come back I mean there'll be a lot of people looking at different ways to, to do things online you know Yeah Orla has been in touch on that very issue she wants to know uh, when do you think that you'll be able to tour again? Oh, it's a it's a really tough one because no one knows, and 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 that's the frustrating thing is the uncertainty, you know. And if they could just give us, you know, if they knew and and it, we got a date, you know, it would be great to work towards. But I think touring might even take a little bit longer. I'd like to think we can tour in Ireland, you know, definitely next summer. I'll be disappointed if we're not back gigging next summer. But you know, there's people saying early next year is is a reasonable 
you know, but I just think the way things are going, we we might almost have to wait for a vaccine. You know, we're not the type of band that could do a socially distanced, well, we could do a socially distanced gig, of course, but, you know, our music is about getting people involved and having crowds of people there in the atmosphere and singing along and, you know, arm around the person beside you. And, you know, so it doesn't really lend itself too well to socially distanced gigs. And in saying that, if we have to do a few, I'm, I'm sure we could we could rework the show and, and, and do it that way. But I hope the full gigs, you know, without restrictions or with as little restrictions as possible, will come back by next summer. And, and that's sort of in the back of my mind, but hopefully earlier, you know. Yeah, the empty rooms thing from, uh, on Saturday that RTE did, raising money for, I suppose, it's it's back ground crew isn't it really in the music business and entertainment business they they have been hit very badly by this as well oh so so badly it's, it's such a scary time and, and a lot of musicians and, and venues as well are, are really struggling you know because it's one of those things like mass gatherings were the first thing to go and they'll be the last thing to come back you know and and so people are really struggling out there as you say especially the behind the scenes all the technicians and engineers you know really talented specialists people in their own field and and you know we, we you know one of the reasons that we did the fundraiser last week was to you know shine a light on them and and, sh- and just show the importance of of everything because you know when gigs do come back next summer people are just gonna be like okay we can gig but like if we don't look after the behind the scenes crew now they'll have to go and, and move careers and do other things and and then next summer there'll be no one to put on gigs and there'll be no, you know, there'll be no festivals run properly because there'll be no one there, you know. So it's important we look after them and, and you know, hopefully, as I say, last Saturday, shone a light on that, you know. Jen has been in touch, Danny, to ask, what's your favourite ice cream? Uh, I'm like a plain Jane. I love, like, vanilla ice cream. Like, it's really weird. I'm Like, I just like straight up vanilla ice cream, even when I'm away and stuff, but... Uh, I do love a 99, like, but um, Murphy's ice cream is particularly amazing. The flavour we have is sea salt, which is their best seller, and I've had it before. It's amazing. So uh, looking forward to, I, I don't know how much we're going to be allowed to steal from our own <laughs> supply, but uh, we'll be trying to have, have definitely a couple of ice creams. And where exactly are you going and when will you be in Limerick, just to make people aware? Yeah, we'll be in Limerick uh, Friday afternoon. Um to be honest, oh, I think there is a Murphy's in, in Limerick, isn't there? Um, Murphy's Ice Cream. We don't have a, a, a no. an outlet here, as far as I'm aware. Okay, right. Well, then. Oh, no, sorry. We're going to Dolan's. We're going back to Dolan's. That's yeah, right. Yeah. You're coming yeah. to Dolan's um, for, for your yeah. Limerick van. Is, is, yeah, yeah exactly. your truck will be outside exactly. Dolan's so on Friday. It'll, it'll be great to see the guys in Dolan's as well. They've, they've supported us from the word go. So. Um, yeah, it'll be cool to be back. You know, last summer we were just there in Docklands, just down the road, doing doing a big gig. And the summer before that, we were in King John's Castle. So, um, yeah, it'll be cool to see, see the lads and Dolans, and sure we might call in for a bit of grub after as well, and see how we get on. Danny, I have a special request here from the back office. Uh, our own Rebecca O'Sullivan is finishing up with us uh, this week, moving on uh, to other areas. And uh, we just wanted, the back office wants to know, can you give her a shout out to, to Absolutely. Rebecca? Absolutely, Of course. Hey, Rebecca, it's Danny from the Coronas here. Best of luck in your new venture. Oh, thanks. Thanks for that, Danny. Danny, we're going to no play... Worries. Um, your your latest single Light Me Up that's Danny O'Reilly from the Coronas here in Limerick this weekend at Dolan's with their Murphy's ice cream truck promoting their new album True Love Waits thanks for joining us on Limerick today Danny thanks Gillian cheers 
Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.